Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Number 34. Chris is bald. And um, no. how, you guys, how you guys doing tonight? I'm sure they're okay. How are you doing tonight? How am I doing? You said yeah. I was bald. Now I'm mad at you. You are bald. So how's it going? I'm not bald. How's only it going? Half, in, only half bald. How's it going in Baldville? <laughs> I hope I never go bald totally. That anyway, I heard uh, I heard you started your uh, hunting season a little early. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Yes, What'd I you did. do? Well, I was on a predator hunt. Yep. Not Not exactly. I, I was on predator control this weekend, accidentally, mm-hmm. accidentally. I was at deer camp, and I was going to do some laundry, and I walked outside of camp, and I saw some turkeys, and they they busted, and they took off. And so I just went on my way, went to the vehicle, and got my, got my laundry out and stuff, and went back into camp, and I fired a load of laundry in the in the washer there and i went over to the sink and i had some dirty dishes and i started doing some dishes and i looked out the window and i i seen something coming right towards where i was at and now mind you at deer camp i have that feed plot behind the camp there you know it's all clover and chicory there and i have a little bit of switchgrass planted and i have a little bit of incognito from domain planted and it's halfway between me and the woods and just through through the stalks of the switchgrass i could see something moving behind it you know mm-hmm. so i'm staring at it wondering what the heck it is and it gets closer and it kind of like sticks its head out through that switchgrass and is looking in my food plot looking around looking left looking right looking around i'm like man that's a big red fox and then he started to come out of there and i'm like dang that ain't a red fox that's just like a mid-sized coyote you know well i ran and grabbed the 22 because here's the deal guys i've had a coyote or and or a fisher running around my place here and they've been running down my turkeys and I had a bunch of small pults earlier in the year, and now there's no pults. So these fishers and these coyotes were running down my turkeys and eating them, obviously, taking care of them. So I was kind of on a mission anyhow. I, I was going to start whacking some stuff when I did see it. And this was just a good opportunity that I had Um I wish I could say it was all glamorous, like I was out hunting coyotes and I was camoed up and called them in and all that crap. But no, this guy here, he was just on a hunt and uh, he was he was falling around the, the turkeys, I guess. And he come across the food plot like a cat stalking a, mm-hmm. a mouse. He was real low to the ground and one foot in front of the other real slow which gave me time to go grab the gun. And uh, I don't know, I've got so many 
rabbits around here. He might have been trying to grab a rabbit or something. I'm not sure. But anyhow, yeah, I I went out of camp and uh thing it sucked is I'm right-handed and I went out to camp and it went to the went to my left to the to the trailer and uh to the end of the camp trailer there. And, and I'm like, how am I going to get around this corner? I can't see around the corner, you know? So I just made up my mind. I put the gun up to my eye and I thought one, two, three, I'm just going to pop around the edge of the, the camp there and put a bullet in him. Well, when I did, I jumped out there. He wasn't even looking. He was, he had his, he just rose his head up in the air and was smelling and he turned and looked the opposite direction. And I had all the time in the world. And I just put a, put the, uh, crosshairs on a high shoulder shot and he didn't yelp he didn't kick or anything he just crumpled done hit the ground dead done that's good so it was a male um if i had to guess because i went over and picked him up by one leg i'm gonna guess 30 35 pounds maybe not huge but pretty decent dog for around here you know one less one less coyote yeah Yep. Yeah, and I had a buddy come over that day, and he goes, you know, you don't realize how many animals you just saved. And I'm like, well, all my turkeys are gone, so I know I, I saved some of them. Mm. Yeah, what's bigger, uh, bigger what's the season for, like, the fisher? Um, You can trap them and stuff, right? You can trap them. You have to probably have a fur bearer and all that. Yeah. But, but if I visually – I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but if I visually, like – had an eyeball on one and it was chasing a neighbor cat or bothering some turkeys or something, I probably would take a shot at it, you know. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna stand there and let it maul something, you know. Right. Maybe you'll maul uh, your cat. Yeah. Well, I and I don't I don't believe I don't take me for take this as bible here but um i don't think you can actually hunt them right now i don't think you can shoot them in pa i don't know because i don't follow fur fur bearing i don't trap or anything so if anybody knows i guess they can leave a comment but i don't think you can just shoot them i think you're supposed to trap them out Mm -hmm. like i said if i see them mauling something i'm gonna probably whack it yeah and like i said they're they're hurting my population of birds right you know, and I, I, have, I don't have any birds here as it is. And when I now that I finally have some, you know, they took care of all the poults. Kind of mad. Um, well, today's uh, today's podcast, uh, we really don't have a agenda. We're just going to kind of wing it and talk about some uh, upcoming hunts, some food plots that we planted, and a few other situations like that. Yes. Um, so Saturday, um, I was at my farm all day. And that'll be the last time I'm there um, before hunting season. So I think it, what's the season? September 30th this year. Uh, and um, something like that. Yeah, I think it's the 30th. So that'll be the next time that I actually go there. So Saturday, I planted um, mother load from Domain. And I actually planted some Egyptian wheat incognito. And it's a little late to be planting that. But I saw there was lots of rain coming and it's still. You know, before it gets a frost, I should still be up four, four, five feet or so. Mm-hmm. And the way the 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 fields are, it's kind of sloped, so it's on the upper side of that. So I really don't need it to be super tall. So I've never planted this late, but I'm I'm very curious to see how 
how tall it actually gets before you know before it gets a frost basically yeah that's when it's going to stop growing but um i uh, did that and i spread some fertilizer a couple bags of lime and i did uh i did the deeds as well i sprayed Ooh, dirty deeds you dirty dog yeah and that stuff stinks oh man does it stink yeah but i filled up 20 gallon sprayer and mixed that thing in there and spread spread it on all the plots yeah um humic acid yep see what happens with that and seaweed yeah it stinks it was stinky but uh got everything planted and then i actually uh took the ferminator and i actually used the ferminator to seed the egyptian wheat that way i was in straight rows straight rows yeah yep that's why i only did it for, i only went four feet wide i just did a straight little yeah uh, pass through this the field and then i used uh adjust it and used the cultipacker and i cultipacked the whole thing because it was the larger seeds in that mother load mm -hmm. those beans peas and all that so i wanted to make sure that it was down in there yeah to uh prevent the the turkeys wiping me out right and i knew i knew the rain was coming too it was hard rain so i, mm. I didn't want the seed sitting on top and getting any kind of you know runoff Wash. or something so yeah Mm -hmm. wanted to get that in there yeah and uh pack down so i uh i took advantage of my screening tonight i've had screening in oh boy i don't know when i planted well, you that. a month ago at least it was probably the end of june um that i planted that mm -hmm. so it's already over five feet tall so like i went i went over to the uh across the road there to check the destination plot and i was gonna go check on all my my fall plot that i planted two weeks ago um of course it already germed but i wanted to see how high it was you know and uh i was walking out through the woods and i popped out into the field and, and i looked across the field and there was uh five deer standing out there and so I hunkered down and used my screen like you're supposed to. And uh, I hunkered down a little bit and I run up the edge of the screen there and got a good eyeball on those deer and was checking them out. And uh, they didn't know I was there. Nice. So it works. It works. Oh, it works. And this was like two in the afternoon these deer were out. Well, they're, they're probably, they know the food's there, so they're probably bedded pretty close and they're just slipping out there to yeah. get a few bites to eat here and there. Mm -hmm. So stay out of there. Yeah, I was trying not to spook them, so yeah, I I don't want to run them off too many times. No, no, especially I mean, season's only six weeks away. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it's hard over there because entrance isn't bad, exiting's bad. When there's yeah. twenty deer in the field and you want to go home after dark, you know you're stuck up a tree a while and well let's let's actually break that down for a second let's let's talk about that because that's hard it's it's it can get hard but that field that food plot area you're talking about is two plus acres yeah so to them that's like a destination field mm -hmm. so that's where they're going to end up in the afternoon if they were to leave that field and go somewhere else mm -hmm. there is nowhere else for them to go to feed you you don't have any ag around no, there's no ag, but there's 18 other acres of field there that's grown up in junk hay. Right, but that's you not know. really a preferred. You're, the preferred is going to be your food plot. Right. So right. 
if your if your food plot was a smaller one mm-hmm. and they could hit that and then go out you know in, into a destination after that right so you but you also need that amount of food over there because there's some you attract so many deer and if you yeah. were just to plant a small one they'd wipe you out oh for sure and you can't really you can't really separate your plots to where you say you planted like a kill plot up against the wood line where you hunt mm-hmm. and then 200 yards across the field have a destination field you just you can't do that right. um but that would be ideal to where i you mean i could but it wouldn't benefit me any because they would well yeah it they, would it would help you get out of the stand well yeah it might help me get out of the stand but i do not want to put one over there that's for that's, sure. that's what i'm saying because you'd be yeah. close to the road yeah and it just wouldn't be ideal situation no and there's too many spotlighters and too right. many poachers around right I, so i i live in a in a tourist trap here there's right. lots of campers and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah but There's if you were able to here than I'd like to admit, if you were able to separate that, that would help you uh, get out of the stand. Um, yeah. So right now you just kind of got to either wait it out or right until they, till they leave or what? Yeah, they do. They do hit the plots and uh, when they get a full belly, they do move out into the hay field. And uh, I guess they, they they probably go out there in bed because I leave I leave it a couple feet tall. Mm-hmm. You know, I brush hogged it already and it's already growing back. So it'll be a couple feet tall by the time the season rolls around. They go out mm-hmm. there and they bed down a lot. And and sometimes they bed down out there and right before dark they come into the plot mm-hmm. from that direction, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, it's just it's just a tough situation the way that's laid out. I don't have a good exit plan. Um I know we always talk about entrance and exit, but this is just one of them spots that I can't, I've got to wait it out. And a lot of times I'm sitting there and I got to, it's got to be pitch black, you know, and uh, I'll crawl down. And a lot of times they'll hear something, but they won't see something. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. if uh, I think it's okay if they just hear something and they spook rather than see something, then spook. Yeah. Well, if you they, know, if they hear something, I think it's fine. If they smell you, it's not good. Right. Um, or if they see you up in a tree, it's not good. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's funny when I, when I was younger, like 16, 17, 18, 19, um, you know, we did, we did used to bait a lot, you know, corn and stuff. So we would hunt over corn piles and stuff. And then, mm-hmm. you know, in the afternoon you're stuck there because them deer, they're, they're on the, it's dark and you can't get down. Yeah. So what I used to do was I used to carry um, a couple screwing steps with me, mm-hmm. and I would just toss them. Mm. I'd, I'd toss them out of the tree or drop drop my jacket or something. Yeah. And they would they would all scatter. And well, they yeah. Didn't it, they didn't know what it is. They just think of like a branch or something fell. Right. A lot of times, a lot of time, and that's funny you just said that because a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put my pull rope and I'll put my bow on it and I'll let it down and let it dangle, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll you know they'll zoom in on that bow and not look up at me you know a lot of times they'll see the bow dangling there and that freaks them out and they'll run mm-hmm. and that that kind of of course you can't do that too many times in a row they'll start to catch yeah. on to that but you know right. what i'm saying every once in a while i do that and that mix it up that does get me out of there you know drop a and jacket I tried, 
Drop I tried to, I, I tried the cell phone thing one time too with the with the coyote noises and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, remember we did that at the old farm. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and and it worked on a couple of the deer, but most of them stood there and stared at us like, what yeah. the heck? Well, they they try to they're listening for where it's coming from. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll be able to tell if it's getting closer or, or further away. Yeah, it didn't work out too great, but I had. Yeah, it's it was it's hard to get out of that stand sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. why I don't hunt it a lot. Right. I usually hunt it like the first week. And I like to shoot my does the first week, get that all out of the way, and then I can just horn hunt the rest <clears> of the rest of the month. You mm-hmm. know. So yeah, I I try to go over there, element a surprise the first week, and pond the crap out of them, and then get mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But uh, I'm seeing some nicer deer this year, some bucks. So well, it's about time. Yeah. Well, I've been feeding them now. What? Three four years year? now. This three three or four years over there now. I think this is the fourth. Yeah, year. Yeah, this is the fourth year. Yeah. yeah. So I've been feeding them, and I haven't shot one over there. I have. I've just totally let I mean, the you, bucks walk. You've seen bucks, small yeah. ones, and you've yeah. just been letting them go. Yeah. Constantly feeding them, Constantly. and then now here we are, four years later. Yeah. And three sixty-five, they're fed over there. I always have something green. Right, and you got some options. Yeah, like last year, I mean, there was one I I might have put an arrow through, but um, it was it was a half rack. I mean, I'm talking 120, 130 inches if it had both sides. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole antler was missing. No, it it had like a club on that side. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I called it a half rack. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that, but yeah, it had like this big club on the other side, and I was like, man, if that had the other side to it, I'd whack the crap out of that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a nice buck, and uh, I think the uh, neighbor's daughter ended up shooting that one with a gun. Now the deer that you see there at your across the street, yes. do you think it's? The, are you seeing the same deer behind your house? Sometimes, yeah. So I I have noticed a few that uh, make a circle. You know, and that's probably as a crow flies. What three four hundred yards? Yeah, maybe four hundred yards, which isn't far for a deer at all. Yeah, you know. So that yeah, they're they're just making a loop. You know, they have they have their habits. You well, know, you're, the, you're the only one in the area that has food. Yeah, well, I, I think I think the one neighbor plants a small kill plot, mm. but I don't think he has very good skills. Nor does he does 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 he uh, do soil testing and amendments and things. He you don't have no skills either. I've got all kind of skill. Just ask. Yeah, me. skills eating cookies. Oh, I'm skilled at that. And M and M's and M and M's. Yeah, faux show. Faux show. I got that. So let me explain this. Let me explain this to you. Zach Zach came down mm-hmm. and uh we scouted some public land. Yeah. I'm not gonna say where it's at, but um we got uh PM me, I'll tell everybody. Yeah, we got some uh <laughs> we got some hammers that were we got we got options for on public land. Yeah. Yeah, we got some options. Um, it's always good. So we're gonna that's what we did Sunday. We scouted all day long with the bikes yeah. and um, we got, <laughs> we got some options. So some good ones. So he's going to come down uh, that Friday and Saturday, which is September 8th, I think mm. Friday. So he, we're, he's going to come down. We're going to go hotel for two days, hunt Friday, Saturday. Can't hunt on Sunday. Cause Maryland's dumb. And mm. then 
I'm going to hunt again Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, gotcha. So I'm going to give it a full five days of hunting that public ground. Hopefully. Yeah. Obviously, if I shoot one, then I'll just go home, but right. um, hunt those or something. But um, that's my plan for, for opening week. Yeah. And then um, finally, finally, after three years, you are going to be a non-resident deer hunter. In two different states now. In two different states. Yeah. Yeah. How did, how'd that happen? Uh, I guess all the stars aligned. I don't know. No, what happens is you're getting old and you're having a midlife crisis. And, uh, <laughs> I'll kill you. Yeah, and uh, you better start working some OT. You got what? Uh, no. You got you're gonna have Heck taxidermy no. taxidermy bills. Butcher they just bills. cut my hours, man. Yeah. So I mean, what, let's talk about that. You're, so you're coming down. Well, I guess we'll go in order. So yeah, well, let's going, go in order. You're going but to New York. I'm going to New York first. Uh, third week of September. Um, with, uh, a group of guys that I, I didn't even meet some of them yet. Are um, you able to say what county you're going to? To be honest, I don't know the name of it, but it's up at the Adirondack mountains way okay. up. It's right. way up there near the Canadian border. And in that upper portion, there's an early bear hunt. And it's like I said, third week, third week of September. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a camp out. And I think the season comes in on a Saturday, but we're all going to meet there on a Monday morning. It's going to be a camp out with your, with your Alimus shield. Yes, I will be using Alimus shield. Got their hat on. I will be using that. You know what? Um, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, Sunday, I did not use deodorant. Uh huh. I used the Limit Shield foam. Yeah. And we, I, I mean, it was hot Sunday. I sweated like crazy. And on my way home, I just kind of went like that. I got nothing. 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 Nice. Nice. So well, yeah. Work. There's, there's gonna be. I, I will. I think there's very limited internet access up there. Mm -hmm. So I might be like making some, I might have to like actually film some videos instead of like do some live stuff or whatever, yep. you know, or, or like Instagram posts or something, you know, after the fact, you know, I might have to take the, the video and then make them into a reel later or something. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, there's, they said the internet up there sucks. So I'm going to be way out in the middle of nowhere, I guess. So, so yeah, that's, that's the third week of September. And then. Um, well, I drove up to New York Monday, got your license after work. I got my license and I was told about this chunk of land that this construction company owns and I was able to get a permit to hunt there. So I need to actually get up there again and do some scouting and see where I can park and that type of thing. Um, up there you can hunt Sundays. Yeah, I can hunt Sunday, so I can I can double down, man. I can yeah. I can hunt here Saturday, and it's about an hour and a half drive. I can be up there. Yeah. And, so, uh, how much was a non-resident New York license? It was one hundred even. And that and allows that, you to hunt all animals. No, that gets you your your buck and bear tag. No doe. No doe. They were extra. I think ten bucks extra is, or something. Is that allowed every weapon though? 
Um, I believe no. Okay, so no. it's just spell. That would you would have to buy. I believe you have to buy a, a bow tag, a muzzle okay. loader tag, all those extra tags for different availabilities. That's why it's so cheap, I guess. You know, just a hundred bucks. That's cheap non-resident tag. Yeah. So, um, your next stop, obviously. Next would be me you and zach yes we're going to do some sicka hunting so you're going to come down i i talked you into sicka hunting and um we already got our tags the 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 sicka tags but you still got to buy your license permit things yeah Mm -hmm. um so uh you're going to need the uh muzzle litter tag and then the sicka stamp yes um and then uh me you and zach are all staying at the hotel and we're hunting Three days, which is, I think, the 18, 19, and 20 of October. Mm-hmm. And if nobody has ever heard of sick of deer, it's a, it's a very interesting animal. <laughs> it, they're, they're very miniature. Um, but just th- think of an elk. They're basically, it's basically a miniature elk. They bugle. Yeah. So when they bugle, I mean, it's very cool. Um, the bucks are called stags. The, the does, the females, are called hinds. Hind, yeah. Um, and they bugle, just like elk. And the uh, the stags, they don't get very big. Like, if you get, like, you know, the points go straight up. If it goes, if it branches out to a point and branches out to another point, um, pat yourself on the back because you just shot a trophy. Um, so whatever inches that adds up to. 30 inches, whatever it is, that, that's a trophy. Um, but they shoot me a spike. Yeah, just they live in the swamps and the in the frag and it's the cattail swamp. And it's just it's a they call them the the goat. It's a goat, marsh ghost, because hmm. killing a stag is is you know, it's difficult. You know, they hide and um it gets a lot of pressure uh, that time of year, but uh, it can happen. I've seen them, and um, it, it's fun, fun hunt. I, I'm ho- I don't even care. I, I'm hoping just to shoot a female. Well, I want you when you shoot one because I know I, th- I think we all are going to get one. Um, I want you to compare the taste from Sika to venison, right? To whitetail, and it it doesn't even compare. No. Nope. I can't wait. Can't you got to think these sick of deer live on. I mean, it's basically part of an island. Yeah. And it's thousands and thousands and thousands of acres. There's no ag around. There's no nothing for them to eat other than they live in the swamps, berries, acorns, brush, you know, woody regeneration, things like that. So there's no they're 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 not they're not eating like ag where they're getting chemicals you know like you know what i mean they're just right it's fresh meat and uh it's it's got like a like a sweet flavor to it it's really Mm. good yeah i can't wait although it's been a very long time since i had some but uh it's very good hopefully we stack them up in the cooler hey i think we will i think we all got good chances me and zach are going down i think september 2nd I think the second we're going to scout it out. Yeah. And uh, we're going to find you a spot. And we'll probably put you in the worst spot there is. Probably. And, um, I'll probably be up against the eight ball the whole time. Yep. 
Paying and, all the uh, bills, cooking all the food. Yep. We're going to be eating uh, soup Cleaning and stuff. toilets. Yep. And we all got bikes. Um, we're going to be riding bikes. When Dave shaves his legs, I'll have to wipe the tub out before I get my shower. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So we got bikes and we got I'm tree stands. I'm and... Cinderella. Yeah. So question. Um, I had somebody ask me this the other day. Mm-hmm. With your public land hunting, uh, mm-hmm. let's just say for Sika. Okay. What What is your stand set up for Sika? What are you going to be using? My stand. Tree stand. I've got. I'm going old school. I don't. I don't have all that new technology going on. I just use what I've got. And one of the lightest stands that I own, and this is going back years and decades. It's actually a loggy cheap seat. Okay. It was made out of aluminum back then. And the platform, if I had to guess, the platform's only probably, I don't know, 16 inches wide, maybe 20 inches long. And it has the little seat that folds forward, has a little bit of a mesh square on it to sit on. So you're going to be facing the tree? No, no, no. No, okay. no, no. It's a regular, it's a regular hang on. Okay. But it's it was real light aluminum from way back in the day. And then you got uh, you got sticks, and I have Hawk helium sticks. Okay, with cable waders. I have I have cable waders on it, and um, so I will clamp them together. And on my bicycle, I built a small rack on the back, so I will be able to ratchet strap that onto the bicycle. And mm-hmm. I will, of course, have a backpack, and I'll have the gun slung probably across the front of me when I ride in because I'm mm-hmm. real anal about my scope getting hit by anything. So I'll probably have it hanging across me. Gotcha. I got I got my the forks on the front, my handlebars, I'll stick the mm-hmm. gun in there and then I'll be able to throw my um tree stand sticks and uh backpack mm-hmm. uh on my back. And we can we can zip in there and get set up. Yeah. Yeah that'll be my setup because I, I don't have that all that fancy stuff. Well, my Hawk Helium, that, that's kind of updated. They're pretty light. Yeah, but as far as the stand goes, though, no. <clears throat> well, you, you were there with the when I bought that one stand. That's what I want to be Yeah, using. yeah. Who, who was um, that, Lone Wolf? Uh, well, it was Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Okay. Uh, Lone Wolf is now Novix. Oh. Novix tree stand, stuff, I think. All that stuff changes hands so much. I can't keep it. I know. Going. Yeah, I mean. Crazy. Yeah. But I like it. No, I haven't I, even I haven't used it yet. But I'm it's just old school, man. And it used to have like a ratchet strap on it. Or, you know, it's not even a ratchet strap. It was one of them one of them old ones that used to cinch down and you had to put a cotter pin through it. You mm. remember that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's old. But I just I let I cut that off with a knife and I just I just take a ratchet camo ratchet strap with me. Cool. And uh and put that right on the tree. Yeah, well, after we do that hunt, uh, you know, there may be a chance that you might come back to Maryland, do some public land late season hunting or something. Yeah, and, maybe uh, later in the season because I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping locally just to tag out so that I can use more of the New York and more of the Maryland tag, you know, mm-hmm. this year. Get yeah. some experience under my belt getting out of state, you know, and enjoying that some. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, the only bad part about 
New York is, I was looking forward to, to the bear hunting up there. Um, but theirs is kind of concurrent with our season. The only good thing is New York has Sunday hunting. So like I might double down, I might hunt bear Saturday here and Sunday up there. Mm-hmm. We so, can hunt Maryland in on Sundays and we can hunt Sundays in Maryland, but it's uh, like, it's all private land, it, mm-hmm. no public land, but okay. it's not every County either. Oh. So there's certain counties where you can hunt basically almost every Sunday. I'm surprised too. I, I looked at the maps and stuff in the book that I got with my license and, and a lot of the New York is rifle now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it used to be all sh- like shotgun stuff. I could be no, wrong. Sure. I thought there was a lot of shotgunning up there, but now it's almost all rifle. I used to bow hunt and turkey hunt up near Albany. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, but I don't, all I did was ever bow hunt. I don't remember the shotgun seasons or whatever, but, um, so, so yeah, I'm excited. excited yeah. To get out of state for once. Right. Well, that's, uh, that's our that schedule could... guys. And, um, let us know where you guys are, you know, the audience and stuff. Let us know what your plans are and what your schedule is looking like this year. Any special hunts plans. I'm pretty, uh, I plan on hunting all season long. So. So, yeah, anybody out there hunting more than three states, or am I just a rebel? Well, I'll be hunting three states. Yeah. As well. So, yeah. Zach's coming down. He'll be down uh, from PA as well. You guys, hunt your own state, man. Yeah, hunt your own Hunt your own state. state. Ridiculous. (laughs) All right. That's 34. Episode, Episode 34. We rambled. We did. We rambled. Yeah, not too bad. I think people will find it interesting. That's our schedule. Let us know what yours is.